So this is Fam Electric Ghost and we're going to talk about a couple cool things. We just picked up what you can see there is a Zoom R20. And we are a Dallas, Dallas producer which means we don't use a digital audio workstation. And one of the things that we like to do is just record um, you know, in, in that fashion. Which allows us a lot of freedom. The cool thing about the R20 in the series of a lot of the Zoom stuff we have, we're, we're using the LiveTrack LE right now is um, with every model they get better sound quality. We had an R16, we moved up to an R24, the sound quality was significantly better. We got the L8, which we're using for podcasting right now, and um, the L8 has a significant sound, it's better than the R24. The R20 doesn't disappoint, it's the same type of thing. It's got a really good headroom, it's got very good signal processing that makes our mic sound even better. We did a live performance today using a Q8 um, webcam through StreamYard using the R20 for the first time for a live performance compared to using just the, um, we were using in combination with the, R, the R20 with the um, Q8's um, signal processing which allows it to do compression. So we were able to take in um, uh, the, the sound coming out of the R20 into the quarter inch lines on the Q8 and then bring that into the audio interface through this program and it sounded fantastic. So you can see what the thing is, you know, it's got the first touch screen that I've ever seen on a on a digital recorder. And I've had, you know, like I said, I have an R16, I have an R24, I have an L8. And um, and the touch screen is, is kind of like an Akai Force. It allows you to do some cool things. One of the coolest things is that you can do, um, you can actually move tracks around. So we're actually gonna show what we have here in this video and bring that up. And uh, I'll go on mute and then we'll talk have the video kind of go through a demonstration of what we did, um, how we set it up. So here we go. This is Family Electric Ghost and this is the Zoom R20, which is a multi-track recorder. And we previously have used um, the R24 and the R16. What we like to do is we use it in combination with this MX-1 performance mixer. And what we're able to do is um, uh, take in um, these two lines here, which are the, um, the TRS uh, quarter inch lines on inputs one and two. Everything else is an XLR. Uh, but what's cool about this machine is that when you're on the screen, um, what's pretty cool about it is that um, you can move tracks around. So if you record something on tracks one and two, you can actually move it um, to tracks three and four or five and six. So what's cool is even though the TRS lines are only on one and two, if you have a lot of things that you need to bring over on those lines, which I do, um, you can just keep on moving them around. So you can record on one and two, then move it to three, four. And then, you know, once you finish that, for so example, like we might record something um, off of our DFAM or our Mother 32 over here. And then that goes from the DFAM to the MX-1. And what that allows us to do is take a mono signal and then output it as stereo. 
So the mono signal from our DFAM and from any other synth that we have that's coming out on this type of line can come out as stereo. We also have four USB um, um, MIDI or uh, coming through on the Juno over here. We have a Juno GI, we have a JDXI, um, and we also have a System 1F. So, and then we got this Arturia Mini Boot 2S, and you can see we also got the Morphogene sound module from Make Noise and the Maps module. So what we're able to do, because, and we also have our secret Sostic Fade Joseph Electric Voice, the VT3 uh, Voice Transformer. So we use the VT3 Voice Transformer. We're using the Studio Electronics uh, microphone here. Um, and so on this side of the room, on the other side of the room, we've got my Kai Force, which you see over there, and um, some other things. Um, and in here, we also got our Soyuz ca um, uh, capsule. Um, and then we use, or it's also called, it's called the launch. We use the Soyuz launch. Um, so we've got that hooked up to this um, Zoom microphone, the XDM1, XDM1, I think. Um, so we got two different microphones. You can use the different uh, uh, tone coming from this Soyuz launcher. But what's cool on this machine is the fact that you can you can use the touch display to move things around, you know, and it's it's very convenient. And uh, it does have a, a way better sound in terms of um, what we used to use over here. You see, we've got the R24 over here in the Netherlands over here. But in the same way that there was a big difference in the sound quality on the R16 to the R24, this R20 sounds phenomenal. We've got an LA on the other side of the room and that sounds better than the R24. But this R20 sounds significantly better. We just did a live performance and, and it had a lot of power, so much power that the mic didn't need um, a, you know, to be pushed up as far as what we had to do on the R24. So the the sound coming off of it from the studio electronic mic here was, was phenomenal. Um, we're able to run effects on it. You can, if you go into it, um, you, you have the ability to actually add an audio file, which you couldn't do before, which we haven't tried yet. Um, but you can go into track settings and you can do a... Um, Stereo link, you can put on a compressor, but we already had that. So we've got a um, we got the compressor on. We we don't have the compressor on. Um, so we got the compressor on, and we got a stereo link up set up, and you can actually set up effects on here um, once you do that. But it's it, but what's great about it is the fact it has this ability to be like a DAW. And you can see you can get different screens here, and this is. This is a really good screen because you can tell exactly what track you're on, what volume you're on. You can get the time on it. So it's got different ways to look at it. <laughs> so when you're in this mode, uh, if we just started just to, to, to F around a little bit, we got it armed to take in like all the stuff from the MX, from the, um, from the, from the, assist, uh, the MX-1. So if we turn on our JDXI, which is our drum machine, pretty much. Uh, we use use it as a drum machine, and I'm trying to get it turned on. So we turn on the JDXI, and we got a Beat Step Pro. We can kick off a beat.
So if we kick off just any kind of beat off of, here, off of this once we get it started. Um, yeah, we're just trying to get it into the right mode. So we get in here, do a project, kick it off, and it doesn't want to do it. Wait a second. Okay. Either way, it's the idea of it. I don't know why it doesn't want to work. Project two. Let's do it here. Okay, well that's not a good example today. Um, well, it doesn't want to kick off, but um, the idea of it is you can get, I can just launch a signal from here. So I'll just launch something coming off my DFAM and I'll have a DFAM signal coming over. And uh, here we go, now it's finally launching. Um, so we should actually be getting some signals coming through. We can actually look at that. And uh, what we're gonna do is gonna go into, um, yeah, you can see the bars coming in that you're actually getting a signal. So if we actually do some recording here, just to, just to show you what it looks like when you get into the other mode. So if we go to these two tracks, we armed them, and just hit the record button. <coughs> you can see it's recording. And so it's just, you can see it actually, you know, moving along. You can switch it into the, I guess you can't do the other mode at, at the same time, but you can see it's recording. You hit stop. If you hit stop again, it re rewinds it to the beginning, which we didn't realize. There's also like an undo button that would undo do it. But what you have here now is, is if I grab this, I can move it. See, I just moved it from track one and two to three and four. And I think that's that's the real powerful thing on this thing. And then you can actually even stretch things out. So you've got kind of kind of Kai Force kind of capability. But even the Kai Force doesn't let me do that so easily. So this is really phenomenal. And got, again, with the sound, the only thing I would say I don't like is the fact on the R24, these were combos. Like this one is a combo, and I don't know why they couldn't have done combos for all of them. Because <coughs> then I keep on having to use one and two. And the cool thing about the R20 is like an L series, if you have something in here, it will create a separate stem for it. So each one of these will trigger separate stems if they're not on stereo links. So the pairs would be separate stems, or each individual will be a separate. And it's up to 16 tracks on this thing. So we're just talking about it. We think it's great. We love the sound. We get, What we like to do is actually use this to create stereo mixes. So we take our analog sense and then take a model in and do a stereo out to an input here. This is what we used to do on the R24, we do it here. We would like it if Zoom would actually create like in a DAW, like if you're in FL Studio or any DAW, you can take a model signal and make it stereo. And I'm not sure if this does that. We we tried the mic on input five, and it seemed like it was doing it, but we have to look at it closer. Um, we have to listen to it again and see if it, it wasn't something that we um we don't know if we actually were capturing it really from from the from this mic over here, um, which we already have kind of coming through a stereo uh, capability, like we discussed, because that's going into 
the VT3 comes out as a stereo mix into the MX1 and it goes out into here, comes in through lines one and two. Okay, so that's all we're doing today on this and we're gonna introduce this through our, um, our, our stream yard uh, presentation today. Thanks. And Powerball, take your cell phone and scan it. Uh, we'll just take this off so you can actually see it. Um, so we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get it out of there. Hold on a second. Um, yeah, so you wanna take your cell phone and scan that and then you can get onto Double Jack Online. You can play Kino, you can play Powerball, you become an affiliate. If you become an affiliate, you get a percentage of every play that anybody that signs up for it. It's not in the US, but if you use a VPN, you can kind of get into it. So you check it out, take your cell phone right now, scan it, check out Double Jack Online. It's the philanthropic online lottery, Kino, Powerball, other types of games. They give a percentage of the profit to charity. They support the podcast, so you know, give them a try. So what we're gonna do now is um, we're gonna get into, um, after we get Double Jack out of here, uh, we're gonna talk about um, uh, our performance that we did. So we're gonna bring up our, um, our, our YouTube. So on YouTube, we actually used the R20 today. Uh, we actually did a performance. So we're gonna go into our YouTube and we did this uh, live recording session with the R20. We used the Q8 to capture it. Um, and so we're gonna play that in a second. We're just gonna queue it up. Uh, so make sure we got it up. And so let me just hold a second. We're gonna get that going. And we're gonna bring it up to a full screen.
Always thinking 
combination of using the zoom Q8 camera which I like to take in quarter inch lines and then use compression uh, to send it to like a computer and we're using StreamYard as the audio interface between the Q8 and the R20 um, and so we were able to get a really good sound in our opinion um, compared to what we've done before and hopefully you know uh, we actually did an MPEG-4 file for that uh, rather than YouTube. Uh, so hopefully it didn't get that YouTube compression, not to put them down, but uh, they do have a lot of compression on their channel. So if you have sense and stuff, um, 
you get a problem. I think Alamo Music, just to give them a, head, uh, a thank you, they, they did talk about how synthesizers on YouTube uh, do get kind of wrecked uh, by the YouTube compression algorithm. Does not allow the synths to come in. You know, some of the older synths don't come in. That's so good. So we're hoping um, that by using the R20, it maybe gets around that. We did hear it sounded a lot better on Facebook uh, when we listened to it, and we listened to it on Twitch, and we listened to it on Facebook, and it did seem a lot better. So what we're going to do now is um, we're going to actually bring up some songs that we wrote. Um, we actually wrote some songs um, uh, with the R20, uh, and we liked the R20 because it allowed us to do some interesting things in terms of the composition, it's just, you know, it's the headroom that we liked, uh, and that's kind of like, you know, or at least the sonic quality of the processing uh, was a lot different. And what we had been doing for a long time, we got a bunch of albums that we've done with Archive Force, and we love our Archive Force, and we got it right here, and we had some new stuff we're writing right now on it. But we do like to use, <clears throat> one of the cool things we like to use, uh, uh, with these uh, hardware recorders is our, our analog sense like the grandmother and the mother 32 and the Moog DFAM which is like one of the best um, percussive sense or strange sense you know out there we want a subharmonicon we haven't gotten one yet but um what we like about the DFAM is it it's not um, your typical drum machine it has a lot of limitations initially uh, it's only got eight steps it doesn't have many uh, you got to connect it to something to get it, get it into anything. Not that you can't do a conversion, but we, we basically take the raw audio signal and bring it into a, a 6U uh, Arturia Eurorack and coming, coming out of a Arturia Minibrew 2S into the MX-1 performance mixer and make it stereo doing that, which we talked about before. But what's cool about um, the DFAM is you can take the patch bay, the CV patch bay, and do all kinds of craziness. And we've got um, a Make Noise Maps module. And we use that to, you know, use the LFOs on it. We also used our Arturia Miniboot 2S. We used some of the LFOs on that to trigger an uh, interesting pattern where you can have these, like, really interesting envelopes and patterns trigger things on the DFAM in, in a really kind of stream of consciousness way. We just kind of play with it and say, oh, what does that do? What does that do? What does that do? And you keep on playing. So, oh, and we found a way to get like a bass line coming in on an LFO, a very slow LFO. It would pop in and then pop out. And then you can have, and if you, you can actually program a DFAM so like on one beat there's a snare, another beat there's a, there's a cymbal, another beat there's a kick. And even though there's only eight steps, you know, that seems to have limitations, but you can actually then have things come in triggered by LFOs, and then you can kind of play the controls. So we, what we like to do is actually do a, a rhythm track with the DFAM and then play with the controls between using other external synth LFOs like the Arteria or using the math module to trigger things or even using the Morphogene to trigger things. Um, and then put down a really interesting rhythm pattern that might be kind of really like a point in time. It's like a, a sound painting. Uh, we, we create it and it's like not as stable as what you would do on an 808 or any other type of drum machine because you kind of just are, are, are fooling around and, and you, you see what you can do. And what we like to do is just actually record it. And the R20 is great for that because now you actually have a, a device that you can actually take that very unique thing you wrote and now you can clone it. You can actually do a copy paste inside of it. 
even and it's not a doll but it's allowing you to t do doll like things like you could take that clip of a real point in time very unique piece of of composition through modular cv craziness and then replicate it all over the song you could go t take it you could you can stretch it out you can and it doesn't time damage it when you stretch it um and so there's a really it doesn't mess up the pitch um so it's pretty cool and, and so what we did is we're bringing it up again our um our uh, our youtube video um thing that we just got to go into the tool and go through StreamYard and bring up our uh our uh, playlist that we created so we created this playlist and um you can see it again and uh what we're going to do is gonna do a couple of songs that we did on our 20. and these are very sexed up songs and very punky so the first one we're going to do is called i'm going to get what i want which is we love the punk aesthetic we grew up in, in you know we're a child of the 70s i'm 54 years old love bands like joy division love the clash love the sex pistols the ramones replacements who's could do i like that punk aesthetic you know the, the kind of thing that Kurt, Kurt Cobain brought back with grunge but before grunge you know you had you know Joy Division you had uh you know Death you had a lot of interesting bands you had you know David Boyd doing kind of like Brian Eno experimentation that was kind of this new wave post-punk stuff the Joy Division New Order type of stuff so but the idea like this clash kind of raw punk or the Sex Pistols raw punk or the replacements like on uh, you know, sorry, mama forgot to take out the trash or, you know, the, uh, cr the cramps or, you know, any of the great bands, um, from that time period, like anything on SST, um, you know, a lot of the, the, the sub pop stuff, that's just great stuff. Cause it just feels honest. And I like that kind of thing. So what, what I like to put that into like synthesizer music is have that kind of edge, like the way Joy Division did with this disorder. Um, and I think Disorder is one of the greatest songs I've ever heard and I, I, I really am inspired by that constantly listening to that album because um, it just it is something about Unknown Pleasures it's something about that record uh, that it's got this kind of new romantic post-punk feel and Curtis and the guys they just they, they hit it out with the ballpark and I just love it but um, I digress I'm going to get into um, I, I can't, I'm going to get what I want, which you can kind of understand where I'm coming from. I'm going to get what, what I want. I'm, I'm, I'm a ghost and so I will hunt. Yeah, I'm going to get, get what I want. Yeah, me, not I, don't get that, come on, yeah, I'm gonna get all that I want, yeah, more and more soul, yeah, I'm gonna hunt, yeah, you, you, you find, yeah, you, you said one, yeah, and then pull away, darling, and have I gone, yeah, I'm Gonna do exactly what I want. I'm gonna, gonna get you, get you and I'm gonna get you with that come on. Then 
Everything you're darling Yeah, you'll get it on Yeah, I'm gonna get What, what I want Yeah, I'm a fan of Kevin You're so weak and hard You found me dying Until the midnight dawn You're gonna come You're gonna get it on punk feel or even a real punk feel um and so i would get myself back on the screen um so that that song what is is uh really showing off what the dfam could do and so what we did is we put together this dfam track it's very kind of punky uh industrial beat and then used the mother 32 going through the mass module and some lfo manipulation from an arteria rainbow 2s to create this really you know, dynamic uh, CV modular craziness uh, that you can do. And whether or not I can repeat that, uh, I can repeat it because I recorded it, but whether I can code that again, I don't know. Because that's kind of like the idea of like you do with these analog sense, you do it kind of point in time, you put it to tape kind of like Townsend did with Bob O'Reilly, you know, that stuff, and you kind of run the, run the tape. So when I, if I play live, I'll just run the track that I put that, you know, down as a, as a separate audio track on it, something like a Zoom R20 or 24 or 16, something like that. And then I'll play over it. I'll use my R20, R24 as my mechanism. I haven't tried uh, actually playing and unmuting tracks with it like I used to um, with the R24. I'm not sure if I can actually do it in the same way. I'm assuming I can, but I haven't tried that, so I do not know if I can do that. I tried to do something today where I tried to record, uh, like the R24 would let you just hit the record button while you were playing, but maybe I was on a, another song, but for some reason, uh, I don't think I had a fresh track, so I did something wrong. But either way, um, that song really represents um, like my kind of punk aesthetic. Now the next song is really kind of sexed up. It's still kind of post-punk. We're gonna get into uh, the song after that song. So we're gonna pull this back up bring it back up so that was the song I'm gonna get what I want we're gonna get to the next track that comes after this Tug deep into my baby I'm talking about backdoor crazy Rimming that lady and sun don't shine, it's not hazy. Yo, into my baby. Elegant, sophisticated lady. The soul tongue deep in it, baby. Rimming your back door crazy. No, she my lady. Yeah, ball busting on the air, baby. Born to get in it, so crazy. Into the back door, type love hazy. Into that back door, crazy. Knowing I wanna fuck my lady. Tongue deep into that pink, baby. Yeah, tongue deep to the sheets, so fucking crazy. 
solo into my lady. In back door, women heard her crazy. And I get horses spray in my face, baby, cause I, she's into that cold crazy. Just so tongue deep in my lady. And talking about and Cody's baby. Yeah, Cody, Cody, Cody off my lady. And corn legged women tongue deep fucking crazy. So dope deep in my baby. Talking about it, record us crazy. Back door women, front door crazy. And squirting mama horses, crazy lady. This is so damn into my baby. Yeah, front door, back door crazy. And no hate, fake, babe, game, babe. Ain't no place for us, baby. No, I want my lady. Front door, back door, crazy. And legs up in the air, baby. And ocean spray, baby. So, so into my baby. And talking about encoding is crazy. And front door, back door, lady. And ocean spray, baby. Into my baby. So, so into my baby, and that was, um, you know, <laughs> backdoor crazy, and so, you know, it's very sexed up. Uh, it's kind of, you know, you don't like it. Anybody that's into the ghost knows that we kind of go there. But what was cool is that had a punk aesthetic, but it was using a lot of, like, industrial synth, Trent Reznor type stuff that I like to get into. That you can do with Moogs. You know, this is why I like analog sense, but I wanted to have that kind of punk aesthetic. A digital synth that doesn't always do it for me. I can't really do that with FM. Uh, I can't really do that with uh, like a soft synth. It's really the power of a Moog oscillator. They're giving you that raw power. And then the maths module is really giving you all this crazy LFO. Uh, really interesting stuff you can do with all kinds of strange distorted harmonics. You can trigger off the envelope generators and, uh, that are available on that tool, which is like, like I can't say enough about Make Noise, that all their stuff that I have, um, the two things I got, which are the Morphogene, which is a CV type of sampler, um, where you do it by what you hear. What, what you hear is what you get. And you play with the CV to trigger the sample with envelopes and LFOs and oscillators and, you know, random voltage generators and stuff like that. Rather than looking at a clip and moving it around trying to grab somebody else's beat, you kind of create a sample, you turn it into actual, like, um, you know, gold. You actually take a sample and use it as like an oscillator. And you use it to actually drive things. You can take the rhythm off of a sample and drive a, a drum machine. You could drive an oscillator, you could drive something else. Which is what I like to do with it, it's more experimental. Which is why we call ourselves expansive sound experiments, because we're doing very experimental music. But the other thing we do is we interview artists. We've got another thing we do is we do um, festivals. So what we're going to do this year is what we did last year. In July, from 16th to the 18th of July, we did the Peg Bedroom Producer Festival. We had over 20 bands play, uh, artists who had been interviewed by me on my podcast. And um, 
I was just making a video um, on <laughs> my iPhone. Um, so, so this year we're going to do it from February 11th to the 13th. We got, again, a bunch of artists who had been interviewed, new artists and some artists that had been in the previous one. Uh, and they're going to do sets or videos. Uh, they're going to do live. Some are doing live. Some are doing videos pre-recorded. Um, and they're going to do performances uh, because sometimes you can't do that during the COVID age. And we encourage that. So we're going to be doing that. The other cool thing is now is this podcast, which is live on our Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube channels, is also available on Spotify. Within an hour after I publish this, um, I can put it through Anchor FM onto Spotify as a video. And so one of the cool things we do is if you're an artist, or you're a musician, you're an actor, um, you're a model, and you want to be interviewed, give us a ping on our Facebook, Fan Electric Ghost on Facebook, or Fan Electric Ghost on Instagram. Send us a direct message. We do interviews for free. We have sponsors. The sponsors help pay for it. Like, uh, we'll go and do it again. So uh, a sponsor like this, Double Jack Online, helps pay for this so we don't charge you. So again, people take your cell phone, scan that, and go and do philanthropic gaming. Double Jack Online, you'll like it. So, um, so again, if you're an artist, an actor, a model, we do want to talk to models because we can show YouTube videos. We can show your portfolio. We can do a slideshow. We can talk about your aspirations. I know a lot of models are actually into music and acting. So we are encouraging any model, Instagram models who want to be interviewed. We, we probably don't have to go as long form as we do for the for the artists. For the musicians, we do up to hour, an hour long interview. But that doesn't mean you don't have an hour to talk about something. But if you only want to do 15 minutes or 20 minutes, we can do that. So check out our channel on YouTube. Check out our Spotify podcast. Uh, again, we, our Spotify podcast, what well, we mentioned it, we, we weren't clear, is we can, we're video podcasting on Spotify. So if you're any of these types of creators and you want to be out there, which is like Spotify is the platform, um, now you can actually see our podcast on Spotify, which is cool because then you can listen to it even if you... um you know, aren't watching a video, you can listen to it like a record and um, you can multitask, which is kind of cool. So you can watch it or listen to it um, because Spotify gives you that capability. So you can be surfing on your phone and still be listening to the podcast, even though it's video or actually watch it. So that's kind of cool. Again, if you're into it, check us out on Instagram, send us a direct message, tell us what time zone you're in, give us some of your links, uh, give us our short bio, and we will schedule you based on your time zone. And we still are, have uh, slots open for the February concert. So if you're into that, you could do a 20 minute set or even a 15 minute set, get us in touch, get in touch with us. We have some slots open for the 12th and 13th and uh, it's gonna be cool. So thank you very much for uh, listening to the ghost and watching the ghost. Uh, this was our episode on the R20, not that they give us any money or for talking about it, we just like it. Uh, so thank you very much for listening and uh, be safe out there. And again, if you're a musician, you want to get in touch with us, uh, go to you, go to our Facebook, Fam Electric Ghost, do a direct message. Go to our Instagram, Fam Electric Ghost, do a direct message. Thank you.